Hello, friend. Well, as you know, I'm committed to bringing you tips and tools that will help you and your family members be freed from OCD. Today, I'd like to offer you one simple and powerful thought swap that's made a huge difference for me and for the people who've given it a try. Welcome to the Free Me From OCD podcast. We're here to offer educational resources to help you say yes to your life by saying no to OCD. I'm Dr. Vicki Rackner, your OCD coach and podcast host. I call on my experience as the mother of a son diagnosed with OCD when he was in college, surgeon and certified life coach to help you get into the driver's seat of your life. My vision is to help you move forward in a future in which OCD is nothing more than the background noise of your full life. We do this through education, coaching services, and community support. These services are not intended as a substitute for therapy, but rather as an adjunct. As I watched the Super Bowl this year, I reflected on a Super Bowl Sunday a few years ago that changed my life. One aha moment helped me become a more effective OCD champion, somebody there supporting, somebody actively managing OCD. See, for years, I told myself a story about OCD that went something like this. OCD is a dark, malignant force that disrupts my family's life. I use words like bully or monster or terrorist to describe OCD. I told a story that OCD has evil intent to harm my son and disrupt my family. Then, as I was watching the Super Bowl a few years ago, I had this flash of insight. I thought, wow, our family's OCD story is being played out right there on the football field. My son is like the quarterback. OCD is like the offensive line trying to keep my son safe. I'm like the member of the defensive line trying to push through the offensive line so I can connect with my son. And now here's where the big aha came in. If the offensive line does its job, the quarterback performs optimally. OCD, on the other hand, stands in the way of my son performing optimally. Now, you'd never see the offensive line sacking the quarterback, yet OCD regularly attacks the very person they're there to protect. And I had a story about that. It's that OCD has evil intentions. It wants to hurt my son. What would happen if I swapped that old story, OCD has evil intentions, for a new story in which OCD has good intentions and bad execution? So what if OCD is kind of like Aunt Clara on Bewitched, whose well-intentioned spells just blow things up? Good intention? Bad execution. What if OCD is like the person who wants to clean the cobwebs in the kitchen and he thinks that the blowtorch would be a good tool for the job and then sets the kitchen on fire? Good intention, bad execution. What if OCD is like the five-year-old who wants to make mommy a birthday card? He can't find paper and obviously he doesn't want to ruin the surprise by asking his mom, so he just uses the wall instead. Good intention, Bad execution. 
So I got curious, could things be different for me if I swap the old story, you know, OCD has evil intentions, for a new story in which OCD has good intentions and bad execution? The answer is a big yes. As an OCD champion, my own thought swap from OCD is evil to OCD is trying to help made a huge difference in the way I acted and showed up in my own parenting. See, when I think OCD is an evil terrorist trying to control my son's life, I feel angry. I feel protective. I spring into full mother bear mode and want to pick up a sword and slay the dragon. Then I try to persuade my son to do the things I think he should be doing. And in so doing, I become another force just trying to control my son's life. In essence, the thought OCD is a terrorist trying to control my son's life creates the experience in which I become a terrorist myself trying to control my son's life. Now, what's my son's experience when I try to control him? It's not, oh, mom's just trying to be helpful. It's mom joined all the evil forces trying to control me. I'm going to keep her at a distance. Exactly what I don't want. When I think OCD is trying its best to keep my son safe, I feel less frightened. I feel more open to the idea my son can learn to manage OCD. If my son calls me seeking reassurances to get relief from his anxiety, I can say, Hi, OCD. Looks like you're working hard to keep my son safe again today. Thanks for including me on your plan, but my son's got this. Could you please put my son on the line? Let's take one small example that comes from an OCD warrior, somebody who OCD has a habit of attacking things that are most important to an OCD warrior. If you tell the story that OCD has evil intent, you might think OCD is so clever and cruel. It ruins the things I treasure most. If you tell the story OCD has good intent, you might think OCD is so clever and devoted. It protects the things I treasure most. Think about how differently you feel and act when you think each of these two thoughts. Sherry is managing her own OCD, and she has a flair for fashion. OCD attacked it, and she decided to dress in a safe, vanilla uniform that OCD could not criticize. Every day, it was jeans and a t-shirt. But now, OCD was attacking her drawing, and Sherry loved to draw. I asked Sherry, what's the biggest fear you have about drawing? She said, well, people will tell me I'm a terrible artist. They'd laugh at me. I said, well, what if OCD knows that this worries you and wants to keep you safe? What OCD is trying to do is protect you by offering thoughts that will keep you from drawing. Sherry thought for a minute and she said, I can see that. I said, could you imagine saying... Thanks for your critique of my drawing, OCD. I know you're just trying to keep me safe. I got this. Sherry laughed. She said, I'd never consider that, but I'll give it a try. I really, really want to continue to draw. So she practiced this new thought, OCD just wants me to be safe. Then she and her therapist worked on drawing-related anxiety with ERP. So look at the huge 
difference. Swapping just one thought did for Sherry. When she had the thought OCD is evil, she gave up on something she loves, dressing fashionably. Now she was about to give up drawing. When she thought OCD is trying to help, she figured out a way to do something that brings meaning to her life, her drawing. Well, that's a picture-perfect example about what it looks like to be freed from OCD, pun intended. OCD knows you. It knows what you fear most. Let's take a last specific example. Let's say your child was walking along and crosses paths with a friend. He yelled out, hey, and the friend who was texting at the time didn't even look up. OCD offers the thought, you said something offensive to him and he doesn't want to be your friend anymore. Why don't you just give up on the idea of friends? Maybe you're just not friend material. It's too hard and too risky to make friends. If you or your child with OCD has the story that OCD has evil intentions, you might think, OCD is just trying to ruin everything that's important to me, including my friendships. If you or your child tells the story that OCD has good intentions at keeping you safe, you might think, OCD is trying to protect me or my child from the risk of rejection. Then OCD goes into its playbook and says, Let's protect you from the feared outcome by creating it. You're afraid of not having any friends? I'll make it so you don't have to worry about that anymore. Then I'll keep you from even trying to make friends in the future. That's one approach, but it wouldn't be your first choice if you were helping your child or your partner or your friend. So I shared this idea with Jim, who has OCD, and he asked me, Are you telling me to cut OCD some slack? That's a terrible idea. I'll just give OCD more rope to hang me. If your thought OCD is evil helps you hang on to it, this thought swap is completely optional. Here's the thing. You're not doing this thought swap for OCD's sake. You're doing it for your own sake. This thought swap has the potential to make it easier for you to show up as a more empowered version of yourself. It could make it easier for you to manage OCD rather than having OCD manage you. So no single tool is for everybody, so this thought swap may or may not be for you. If you're an OCD warrior, you might want to discuss it with your therapist before you give it a try. I'm sorry if I'm the first to say this to you but you're going to be in a relationship with OCD for all your life. I'm just trying to suggest ways to reboot your relationship with OCD so that you are not controlled by OCD. You're in control of you. And I'd like to end with one last story. I once adopted an adult dog who became available after her owner died. Elvira was as close to the perfect dog as you can get with one notable exception. She was aggressive with other dogs. That kept us from doing fun things like going to dog parks. And after a while, I would even walk her at times when we were least likely to run into other dogs. I hired a dog trainer to help me with this dog aggression problem. 
The trainer Becky told me, you've got a very smart dog who is clearly a trained hunting dog. Often hunters treat their dogs more like property than pets. I could imagine Elvira, who is my dog, being tied up as a puppy and then attacked by another dog. So now, even in adulthood, she sees dogs as threats. Further, Becky told me, you've unintentionally set up the family so that Elvira thinks she's alpha. So she thinks it's her job to protect you from the threats she sees in other dogs. OCD is trying to protect, just like Elvira did. The way OCD does it is the cause of the problem, just as it was in my home with Elvira. Becky, the dog trainer, said, the solution is for you to step up and be the alpha. You'll have a happier, healthier family when you, not Elvira, steps into the alpha role. I'm telling you that it's important for you to step up and be the alpha in your own life. OCD is a strong alpha, just like my dog Elvira was. But rebooting this relationship with OCD can be hard, but it can make a huge difference. So Becky had told me specific things that I could do to establish my leadership. I should eat before I fed Elvira. I should go out the door first. I'm just suggesting that this thought swap could make it easier for you to be the alpha in your life. Well, that's what I've got for you today. Experiment swapping the thought OCD is evil with OCD is there to keep me safe. When you make any changes around OCD, you wanna do it safely. So if you're an OCD warrior, discuss this with your therapist before giving it a try. You already know that anytime you wanna take control away with OCD, OCD is gonna start kicking up some sand and giving you a hard time. If you're an OCD champion caregiver, get support. You don't have to do this all alone. Well, I wanna thank you so much for being here and for listening. If no one's said this yet to you today, I'll say that I see and admire your courage. I know what it's like to have OCD in your family. And even though I don't personally know you, I believe in your ability to be freed from OCD. If you found value in this podcast, please hit the subscribe button. It makes it easier for other families struggling with OCD to find this resource. Thank you again. You've got this.